when you when you've worked with a client for like 12 weeks and their weight is just staying the same and they've just gotten stronger those are the clients that just kind of fade away you know they're not really upset with you they're probably thought you were a good guy, you were good at training, but they're not really getting what they want. And if you want to have these clients stay around long term, refer other people to you, you gotta help them reach their goals. And the only way that you know if they're reaching their goals is if you measure them regularly and you're making adjustments based on those measurements. Hi, I'm Scott Schutte. And I'm Dr. Janine Steister. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach with the Jock and the Doc. We are here to disrupt some of the current thinking around how the fitness industry approaches clients. Our goal is to educate and inspire fitness professionals to get the results, income, hours, and career that they want and deserve. Our combined experience in education in psychology and fitness create a new insight on ways to become the ultimate coach. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I'm the Jock. This is the Doc, and today we're going to be talking about how do you know if what you are doing is working. And this is super important. So in previous episodes, we talked about goal clarification. And with that goal clarification, we're really getting into the nitty gritty of what they're actually wanting to accomplish over that. A lot of what our clients and a lot of the, the general pop are trying to do is, is weight loss. And so in this industry, it's very interesting. So people get in this mindset of weight's not that important. Um, and it depends. For the general pop that are coming in, they're wanting to lose weight. Most of them need to lose some weight. So the scale can be a good measurement for that. A lot of my clients um, on a, a Monday morning, they're usually sending me their weight. The ones that we clearly define that they want to lose weight, we clearly define what that time frame is. So we, we have a plan with this. We are doing this. There's a lot of different other things that you can do, whether it's, you know, we have a Fit3D scanner, um, you can do caliper measurements, you can do in-body. Uh, we also do an assessment that we're actually measuring other things outside of what they're doing weight-wise. So. Really what we're gonna get into today is like the emphasis of some of the old school techniques like weight. They still have an important, but they're not everything. Um, I know I hear this a lot, you know, um, muscle weighs more than fat. Well, it's, it's an interesting statement because uh, one pound of fat weighs as much as one pound of muscle, so I don't even understand how that statement really works. But, but people talk about this like, you know, you could be putting on muscle and losing fat, which is true in the beginning. But the, the general population, the majority of the people that I'm seeing coming in, Weight is still a good measurement, so it's something I still use. Now, when people get to a certain level of leanness, if people are coming in and they're already very lean or they're athletic, there are other ways to do that. But also want to make sure that we put an emphasis that weight is still a good measurement. Well, and, and again, you know, and Scott started talking about this is sort of for the right people, for the people that, you know, the measurement needs to fit their goal. The measurement needs to be something that they have access to and that you can keep progress monitoring. The big thing about measurement, and I know Scott is going to go through a few more of the details of types of measurements that um, we use with clients, but the big thing about measurement is, is that when we set a goal as, as humans, as people that are goal-centered or looking for, we need a way to monitor that we're making progress. And a measurement's important in that regard because we also tend to have this all-or-nothing mentality. When I come in, I'm going to get rid of it all, and then boom, and I have to have these extremes. And we know that for behavior change long-term for your clients to feel like they're um, being successful for you to see results that last with your clients, we need to make those changes incrementally. And if we don't have a way to progress monitor along the way, 
make sure we're celebrating what's going really well in those small changes, being okay with a plateau once in a while, and then being able to see change over time. If we don't give that to our clients in some form or fashion, whether it's a scale or other things, it becomes really hard to A, stay motivated, to get feedback. Am I doing a good job or not? Am I following this correctly? And then in the past, we've also talked about things like minimum effective dose and those, those things like that. It's a great way to also, if we're doing a few small changes and the measurement is showing us that we're making progress, do we need to make more changes right away? Maybe not, because it's giving us some indicators. So we like to explore the different types of measurements and different ways to match that with clients. Yeah, it's super important to have that feedback pretty pretty regularly, like on a weekly basis. Because we are trying to go minimum effective dose, and we talked about this in an earlier episode of, if we made a couple changes to people's life of maybe dialing back the wine a little bit, maybe changing up the breakfast a little bit, maybe adding a little bit of movement, and they're consistently losing and they're on track to, to hit what they, they want, like, I'm not gonna make it more difficult for them. There's, there's no need to add more complexities to it. It's more about like, hey, you're on the right path, keep doing this. Maybe get into how do we make this more easier, more enjoyable, but the important thing is we're doing enough. And if I'm not getting that, that regular feedback, I don't know. Some people, I will get it, and they're not losing the, the way that they want to, so we need to dial it up a little bit more. But until I get that measurement and that feedback, I just don't know. You know, as, as a young trainer, and I see a lot of trainers in the industry, what they'll kind of um, base most of their stuff on is, you know, are people getting stronger in the gym? Which is an awesome indicator of people improving. And I love that. I, I love showing that people are getting stronger, or they're doing more reps, or they're, all these different things are improving. But the majority of the people are coming, they're trying to lose some weight. Now, if we can get them stronger and improve their stamina and flexibility, all these things with it, awesome. We definitely want to do that because that's going to be good long term. But when you, when you work with a client for like 12 weeks and their weight is just staying the same and they've just gotten stronger, those are the clients that just kind of fade away. You know, they're not really upset with you. They probably thought you were a good guy, you were good at training, but they're not really getting what they want. And if you want to have these clients stay around long term, refer other people to you, you've got to help them reach their goals. And the only way that you know if they're reaching their goals is if you measure them regularly and you're making adjustments based off those measurements. Absolutely. And, and I think with that too is identifying um, even some little hacks on those measurements and, and what, like one of the favorite ones that, that Scott will do sometimes is when people are using the scale, for example, um, oftentimes he has them send it to him every Monday. Well, what's great about that is if I know I have to send you my weight on Monday, it's going to impact a little bit of my behavior over the weekend as well, right? I might be more mindful of it. So um, if, if clothing is a thing, like, oh, I used to fit into my shorts better last summer and they're feeling tighter now, what clothing, how are we measuring that, how are we knowing if our clothes fit better, what are we excited about, those type of conversations are really important to have with individuals. Um, also, what's their history on measuring things? Do they sort of have like the scales aversive or um, they've had issues with that and, and they just, that, that's not their thing? Then what is, and, and using the words that they use when they describe their goals and what they want can sometimes really help us as well. And then also, of course, considering body composition and, and certain things like that affect some of the measures that you use, correct? Yeah. And so to break down a couple other things we use, we have a, it's called a Fit 3D scanner. You stand on this device, it slowly spins you around, it does an image of where you're at. Um, it's funny because every time I have someone use it, I usually get a text message afterwards being like, oh, holy cow, I didn't realize that I had that much back fat kind of deal, um, which is always a fun text to get. Um, but it's, it's cool because um, it gives a 3D image, it does circumference measurements, it'll do body fat. 
And it doesn't take anybody to do it. Um, no one else has to be there. You can do it in, your, in this private room. Um, the problem with it is, and I've talked to the company, is it, it only goes to a certain level of leanness. So it works great for general pop and for people that have big body fat changes. Um, it doesn't work well for someone that's already coming in pretty lean because it kind of bottoms out about how low it goes. So for someone that's coming in really lean, I do old school caliper measurements. Um, the advantage of this is the, the equation that's used for there and the way that I'm measuring, I can measure really lean people and I can get a, a better measurement for where they're at. The problem is I am pinching fat all over someone's body. Um, some people are okay with that. Some people definitely are, are not. And so, again, it's, it's looking at all these different tools and it's finding the pros and cons of them. And again, making sure it's right for the right person. I know a lot of people come in and they've used an in-body. So we're talking uh, bioelectric impedance. You're staying in on this thing. It's awesome because it's quick. Um, the thing you have to be very careful with that is just your hydration level. Like when you worked out, when you ate, there's a lot of different factors that can throw that off. And what can be really discouraging for someone is if someone was, has been improving their nutrition, improving their um, exercise and their movement, and they do one of these measurements and it shows it worse. Like that can be enough to make someone stop what they're doing. Um, so even with like the 3D scanner, I have to monitor that because all it's doing is doing a, a 3D image. So if a woman comes in wearing a regular bra, bra and then she wears a sports bra, that's gonna change the measurements quite a bit. So I gotta make sure that these things are lining up. Um, same thing with if someone is monitoring a, a in-body scanner. You gotta make sure that it's around the same, same time of day, they've had enough water, like all these things line up because what you don't wanna do is discourage someone from an inaccurate measurement. Yeah, and so again, it's just thinking about all of those facets and really staying focused on why are we doing these measurements? What's the purpose? And, and as a coach, why are we doing this and how can I guide them um, based on these measurements and keeping some of those things. One of the other measurements that we use is our healthy behavior assessment and that's looking at 10 different areas. Um, three of them are physical, stamina, flexibility, strength, and then seven more lifestyle areas. So stress management, relationships, um, nutrition, mindset, health, happiness, and giving fit back. And one of the things I want to highlight about that is it's also another, we can give that to people monthly, oftentimes about every 30 days. And what's really nice about that is some people do just want to feel better or they don't like some of the traditional measures, but, um, but we, the assessment gives us their priorities. Maybe stress management is a really big deal for them and flexibility. So how is, how is that improving over the course of working with them and how, how is it helping them towards their goals, right? Because if you want to lose weight and you want to move better, but your stress management is so off that, and that stress is impacting your ability to make strong choices, be mindful in your eating and your movement, um, it's really thwarting it. So it gives us one more sense of um, how people are doing, allows them to celebrate successes and really focus on some of the priorities um, that they're dealing with. So I started with this talking about how important uh, weight is for the one that, person that needs to lose weight or wants to lose weight. But I also want to put the importance on, we don't want the weight to be at the cost of everything else in life. Like the beauty of this assessment is like, okay, they're losing weight, but their stress is up, their relationships are worse, they're, they're, they're more unhappy. All these other factors are worse in life, then we need to change something up. And you'll see a lot of that in this, this, this industry of people like, okay, here's how you lose weight. Like you don't go out at all, you eat just chicken and broccoli, you work out every day, and, and people become miserable. And what we're trying to do is give them the weight loss that they're wanting, improve their physical health, 
and make them and still allow them to enjoy the things in life that they enjoy. Because again, that's what's going to help us long term. And so that's why we like to look at these other factors too. Yes, body fat can be an important measurement, weight can be an important measurement, but looking at these other factors too, that they just have a higher quality life is ultimately what we care about. And it's also really supporting that we are um, walking the walk and not just talking about it. It's really easy for us to talk to people like, oh, it's about your whole life and your whole lifestyle and you really need to take care of yourself and health is the primary importance. But if we as coaches are only looking at one small facet of our clients consistently over and over again, we're not walking that walk. We're not helping them think about their health, their fitness, and their fitness journey, short-term and long-term, around all those 10 facets. So just to recap, find a measurement that works for you, works for your clients, that you can do on a regular basis so you can make sure that they're on the right path. Till next time, see you then.